Hello, it is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awakened Tarot Podcast. Um, hi, everybody. How are we doing? Um, as far as the, as far as things I need to mention, like, obviously, like, things are still pretty bad over in Europe, specifically Ukraine. Keep your eye on, keep your eye on that. You know, here we've got a lot of legislation specifically attacking a, uh, uterus having person's right to choose whether or not they are they are pregnant or not or they have an abortion or not or whatever else so make sure that you're keeping an eye on your state oklahoma i believe just passed a total abortion ban the country's first total abortion ban um and it will play in i believe this spring summer roe versus wade will be coming back up in the supreme court so you know, um, whether or not that total abortion ban is constitutional is going to be decided by the Supreme Court in the next coming season. So please make sure that you are whatever state you whatever state you live in, that you're looking at what legislation is currently being upheld or being worked on being passed in your local and state governments. And then, you know, maybe call your representatives. And if you're really, really passionate about um, a person's right to choose, then maybe, you know, call your local planned parenthoods and ask how you can help. Um, you know, just little things like that, that those things can make a difference. Um, other than that, um, in regards to housekeeping for the podcast, um, you know, we've got, we've had a couple of new reviews this week, which is super great. Thank you for that. We have 10 on Spotify and 50 on Apple, um, Apple, I almost said Apple Music, but it's not that, uh, on like Apple Spot or Apple Podcasts. So that means that we are, I can math, that means we're about 40 reviews away from Gabriel throwing a pie in my face to celebrate. Um I have decided to count the one star or lower star reviews as well in regards to this because, quite frankly, any excuse to have pie um, it makes me feel a little better. And, oh gosh, other than that, we have a lot of bonus content coming out on Patreon, some bonus episodes, bonus recording, um, a bunch of writing where I'm literally like writing novels on each Suits court card. So yeah, if you're interested in checking out that community, you can find that link in the show notes. And um, I am also going to, at the top of the episode, take a minute to brag again on my husband, who just released an album. It is called um, Yourself, I believe, Volume 2. And Gabe is editing this. And if I'm wrong, he is going to literally annihilate me. It is Volume 2 Yourself. I was fucking right. So there. Um, it's got a lot of really awesome songs on there. I believe there are six songs. I get to sing on one, um, which is the very last song called The End. And all of them, I mean, Gabe has been working on this album for a long time. It's really hard to get music out and all of that with a baby and also sharing the studio for the podcast and on top of all of the other life events that have come up. So if you're looking for some new, really great music and you specifically would like to listen to my husband sing to you, then you should look up volume two yourself EP um, by GK. It's capital G-K-A-E. And yeah, just really proud of him and really happy that he was able to get that out. So, you know, give him a little love if you feel like it. It is now time to jump into the episode and we actually get to talk about a minor arcana card this week, which I'm which I'm excited about. I feel like it's it's been a little bit since we've gotten to like dig into the minor arcana and we're going to cover the two of wands this week. 
the suit of wands very tradition like very um similarly for the reason that we enter the magician before we enter the high priestess and the major arcana we enter the suit of wands before we enter the cups then swords then pentacles um the suit of wands is all about that creativity lust passion fire desire gut instinct type things um in creation it's it's the suit of fire it's it burns and it warms and it allows us to live but it also tears apart so it's all about utilizing that fire um to make things happen in the two of wands we are looking at a person in one hand they are holding the literal globe and in the other hand they are holding a wand um, they're kind of standing at what looks or appears to be a balcony, which overlooks kind of like a landscape of like a countryside. There's some mountains in the distance and then a very long, like, that's the beginning of that stretch of water, like, that we seem to kind of travel around throughout the tarot. Um, but this person is looking out and surveying the whole area, um, kind of like literally the world is in their hands. The other wand is behind them kind of framing this person like almost a doorway which I think is important when we talk about the number two we're talking about yes choice but also reflection it's a reflective period it's a reflective time like it's a reflective time to choose how you are going to proceed and in the two of wands that's almost very literal the two of wands shows us that we literally have the world at our feet in our hands and we can do anything. It's that realization that we could literally go anywhere, do anything. What do we want? Where do we want to go? It is such a chance for us to dive into our bodies and our souls and our and our gut instinct and just be like, what is next for us? What adventure? It's literally a choose your own adventure card. That's literally the two of wands. It's the doorway. It's you stepping in. It's you stepping in with the wand that you get in the ace. And now you're going to use that wand as a walking stick. But it's also a doorway now. It's this enter. And sometimes the world you enter is a spiritual world. Sometimes it's literally an invitation to travel. Sometimes it's, okay, well, you know, let's say you pulled this in a relationship reading, right? So to pull the two of wands in a relationship reading could say something like, okay, like it's time to take the next step. Or do you want to take the next step? Where do you see yourself? What is your goal? Where, what does the future hold for you? Or what do you want it to hold? It's just kind of this time to really like look out and have this amazing realization that literally you could do anything. And then, of course, you go into the three and now it's like you're on this adventure of, OK, like I'm doing I'm I'm expanding. I'm expanding this territory. I'm doing the damn thing. I'm going to that place. The two of wands is a really it's an adventurous card, the spirit of it. It's almost like reminiscent, I think, of the fool in a lot of ways, just in regards to this concept of traveling, of going on an adventure. It's just kind of this. OK, here we fucking go spirit um it's i don't think it's a super complicated card that like when you get it it's like talking about this like really deep integral layered thing it's more along the lines of sometimes the simplest answer is best like 
Almost like when somebody says, hey, what do you want for dinner or where do you want to go for dinner? And you have two choices, right? But you can't decide. So you flip a coin, but it doesn't even really matter what the coin says, because as soon as like the coin says what it does, you know exactly what you actually wanted it to say. That's the reflection the two of wands kind of gives us. It's this, okay, this is what I actually want. Now I'm going to go get it. So you can kind of look at this card also, like, I guess, as like the concept of permission to explore. That doesn't mean like permission to completely abandon something and leave behind all your responsibilities. Um, but it could also mean that depending on what your scenarios, it's just permission to explore the possibilities, to daydream, to go beyond and travel beyond what your normal comfort zone is. Get out, go do, go see. Pay attention to the world is another way that this can come up. Like if, um, you know, like if you were to pull this card and you're feeling yucky and you pull this card and it's like, you pull this card and it's like, why do I feel this way? And you get the two of wands and you, you know, consider the collective, consider the collective energy, what is happening in the world. So you could also look at this card as a specific like, hey, pay attention to what's happening around you. Uh, or and even just like outside of your little area, your little town. So I guess it is a little bit more faceted than I originally stated about four minutes ago. Um, yeah, it's a really, it's a great card. Nobody pulls this card and says, shit. Like, honestly, it speaks a lot to you. That doesn't mean that you pull this card and the decision to move, to travel, to see the world, to explore things outside or to go beyond and and meet change in the eye, like meet that, like see change and look into its eyes. You know, that doesn't mean that it's easy, but this is, this is always a card that comes up when you are about to make a decision that's going to feed your soul in some way. So take that with you. But as we all know, it is now that part of the podcast where I come out and drop kick this little globe in my hand across the pond. Nope. It's the collective reading. These are getting progressively weirder to do. I'm going to need to like come up with some with some grander material or I'm just going to have to start plagiarizing veggie tales directly. Now it's time for silly songs with Jacqueline. The part of the podcast where Jacqueline comes out and totally says the most unfunniest thing possible. Um we are this coming week in the 5 of wands. I'm really not surprised. Um we are currently as I am recording this, it is April 30th which is like the witch's Halloween. It's the veil is very thin today. We are so close to Beltane. Um, we're also in a, I believe it's the new moon. It's an eclipse. We are in some really um, intense energy. And when we're feeling intense, sometimes we may feel the need to bite at others or fight with others or fight with ourselves or kind of like fall into that tension, but instead just like as you're going through and processing the things that can come up during eclipses and listen to me, like I am no stranger to things happening during fucking eclipses. Usually my car dies. Um, what happened this time is that I had a depressive episode and made Gabe take care of Evie so I could completely deep clean my bedroom and bathroom um, and sleep in. <laughs> so, you know, like when these things come up and you hit that contractive point and everything just feels like it's on fire and you're that dog in the middle of that cartoon while the world is burning and you're like, this is fine. Just remind yourself that like one, you are actually okay. You are actually okay. This is, this energy is intense and wild. The five of wands is kind of like a fire that gets a little bit out of control. It's a candle that tipped over. 
It's not violently out of control, but it is a little out of control. So just like here's a here's a really good example of how this card can come up for you, okay? If you tend to have difficult conversations with your parents and you and they can be and things can get like a little like tense or volatile, especially or like argumentative, um, especially if like both sets of people are not in a good mood and don't call them if you're feeling any type of uncomfortable or anxious, don't call that person. Don't call your parents. Don't call that person. That's just one really specific example of a way that this energy can affect you. Like if you already know that you are tense and you're going to try to communicate or do something that may be tense, maybe just wait till you don't feel so tense. There is literally no reason to add to another thing's fire by bringing your own fire for your own mental well-being. So that's what I'm going to say about this coming week. Okay, there's just a lot happening collectively. There has been. I think everybody's feeling a little raw. So to keep things from getting really wildfire-ish, just keep your mental keep your mental peace in mind. Okay, I think uh, with that, uh, I'll just say if you if you enjoy the podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review. Um, that's like the best and easiest way to help the podcast grow. I appreciate you all. And I would like to now, I literally took a break from deep cleaning my room to do this. So I'm going to jump back and scrub my toilet. Bye-bye. And I did scrub my toilet, but now I'm back because earlier this week we got an email. Oh, hey, say hi. Oh, hello. I'm here. Yeah, Gabe's here. We got an email earlier this week from someone named Kiana who listened to the Nightmare episodes we recorded, I believe, two Octobers ago, where we did two Nightmare episodes, one of our nightmares, and then we did an episode covering y'all's nightmares. And then we never did anything else with them because we never got any other nightmares. But Kiana messaged me to let me know that you and her had the exact same dog nightmare. Wow. That is interesting. That is remarkable <laughs> and interesting. Y'all have to know that we have recorded this. We like started recording this one other time and gave needed more coffee because he just kept saying that is interesting. <laughs> he switched it up this time and he went with remarkable. Kiana, we messaged about that for a second and then she emailed me um this a, a whole other dream that she wanted us to read and pull some cards for. So I decided that we would do that and tag it on to to this episode. Okay, so I've not read this yet and Gabe has not read this yet. So I'm going to read it and then we'll pull some cards for it and talk about it, okay? So Kiana says, This dream, I would say, was the second or third spiritual dream I have ever had. This one, I think, has stuck out the most because it was a very real, different feeling I've never experienced before, ever. I started out in the woods. Next thing, I'm following this trail. The trail leads me to the spot where all I see are dead trees surrounding me and I could see eyeballs of every tree like a leaf, but they were eerie dead trees with those eyeballs. I could not, with these eyeballs, and I could not escape, so I was emotional in my dream and panicked and scared. I needed out of this creepy, unknown place that I was unable to leave. Next thing, I woke up in my gram's house in one of her bedrooms I used to sleep in as a child, or so I thought. I woke up there in the dream and got out of bed, 
I faced towards the whole room as if I were standing in the doorway looking in, and everything started shaking. The photos on the wall, the beds, the everything, and it was so real like I was there bit by bit and I could see every detail of my Graham's room. Anyways, everything started shaking and it started to get violent. As the shaking was occurring, I could feel and hear this vibration all around and through me. It sounded like a deep ohm. And the next thing I know, this vibration takes over my body and my vision goes to nothing but blue slash purple along with the vibrations. It was terrifying as this was all happening. I was feeling and seeing things I've never felt or seen before. I was scared to death. Next, I remember I was so scared to the point I've never experienced before. And all I know is I screamed out, I have the power and boom, I woke up right out of the dream and into my bed. I was shaking, scared and didn't know how to feel about it or how to tell my boyfriend what just happened. I was new into spirituality because of my one friend, Tawny. Hello, Tawny. She was showing me how life wasn't just one religion, Christianity, that my family drilled into me my whole life. She showed me a lot about spirituality and tarot and the universe and life and just about everything. So I decided that next day to go to her about my dream. She then went on to tell me about the chakras, which I never knew anything about until this day. Not a thing. My dream made her think of the third eye chakra. So I look it up. Third eye chakra. Chakra of psychic dreaming, intuition, sixth sense, and higher consciousness, and more. The third eye chakra is associated with the following psychological and behavioral characteristics. Vision, intuition, perception of subtle dimensions and movements of energy, psychic abilities related to clairvoyance and clairaudience especially, access to mystical states, illumination, connection to wisdom, insight, motivates inspiration and creativity. Um, It goes on to list some other things from the third eye website. It says, in yogic metaphysics, the third eye or Anjana chakra, I pronounced that wrong, I promise you I did, is a center where we transcend duality. The duality of a personal I, separate from the rest of the world, of a personality that exists independently from everything else. And then Kiana says, but anyways, I just kept saying about it being about how it's all about psychic visions, pretty much. That freaked me out as soon as I started reading about the third eye, because that's like what my that's like what my dream was all about and was but next it says the color for the third eye is blue purple the same color in my dream um and then she said she added this and it's highlighted so i'll say it this color unlocks the door to the divine and it is the color that we relate to that we relate to night it is at night that senses become smoother and more refined and it is at night that a different part of ourselves is awakened Indigo color chakra is a color of deep change. It lets you transform lower chakra energies into higher spiritual vibrations. So next I read online how the sound slash mantra for the third eye is OM, as in the OM vibration sound I heard and felt in my dream as I saw the color purple before I woke up. I had no words, only goosebumps, and I didn't know how to feel other than astounded. Up until this day, I have learned about my gift more and more and more and had more experience with it and have learned a whole lot more about spirituality and more. I believe this was my third eye opening in some way or another. Let me know what you think. Thanks again for listening to me and taking time to hear my life stories. I would love a card pulled for the stream. It would mean a lot to me and still to this day need some guidance on it. Attached, uh, She attached some photos as well, which is just information on the third eye chakra and OM. Are you about to say that is interesting? <laughs> just to spite you, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm interested to know if, like, why her grandmother or her grandmother's room was involved, if there's something significant about the room or her grandmother in regards to her... Three eyes. Potentially three eyes, yes. It would be a detail that 
I feel like she would have mentioned, but maybe not. Um, or her Christian upbringing, maybe. Yeah, potentially that's good too. Or a gift passed down maternally. Maybe her grandmother had some sort of like dreams or foresight. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. But let's pull some cards on Kiana's dream. So what we're going to do is we'll pull cards. I pull in threes. So it'll be like a message on the dream itself. And then we can both talk about our interpretations of those cards and the dream. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Well, I'm definitely not surprised that these are the cards that came out. So we've got here... Um, the Page of Cups, the Reverse Four of Swords, and the Four of Pentacles. So that's two fours and a page. Okay. And our only reversal is in the middle. Okay. So, what does that mean? So pages are a very like... Is it the page that's reversed? No, the page is upright. Oh, the which page, one's reversed? Reverse Four of Swords. Oh, right. Okay. So here, Page of Pentacles, Reverse Four of Swords... Four of Pentacles. Did I say Page of Pentacles? I meant Page of Cups. <laughs> it's yeah. the Page of Cups. Um, I've only had half a cup of coffee today, so I'm not as with it as my husband, who's on cup 70. Um, it's good coffee. It's pumpkin spice. No, it's the, it's the Aldi pumpkin spice coffee. It's the worst. My taste buds don't care. No, they don't. <laughs> that's, that's because you will literally eat anything. I've seen this man eat the entire core of an apple. That's not a regular occurrence, but... Like a goat. <laughs> she, I was just like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a little crunchy. You spit out the seeds. It's he, just part of the apple. Like a straight up goat. I'm nourished. You're nourished. Okay, let's get back to the dream. So yeah, so for me, what what this is, is you've got two fours. Fours are a lot about the universe of the self. Kind of like really allowing yourself to dive into what your needs are, your wants, your desires, stuff like that. And dreams are a really good way to go about kind of seeing those wants and needs, almost like a third party perspective, right? It's very often that when you are having a dream, you're not in the first person viewing. It's not like like you can be in a dream yourself, but you're like almost watching yourself like you are the omnipotent presence in your dream watching you or things that are supposed to be you do things. Does that make sense, Gabe? Like typically yeah. in a dream, you're not seeing things around you. You are watching yourself do things like a bird's eye perspective. Well, I don't really know. And that brings up like a whole other conversation of, you know, is... You know, what are the perspectives mean when it comes to a dream? Because personally, like I have lots of dreams in the first and the first person, like a first, you know, first person shooter type perspective where I see my hands. I'm doing really? things. Yeah. All you time. do all the time. That's most of them. Really? Is it like not common to like like mm-hmm. a, like a Sims? Like I, I dream like the Sims. I mean, it's I don't know about commonality is as, as I can only speak personally. I, I've had those dreams. A lot of my like really fun flying dreams, like there's a really nice camera angle as you know, it's very cinematic. And every once in a while, there's a dream where I can't run or my feet are stuck. And those are very first person, you know, any spiritual dreams I've had. I think I'm most definitely first person, you know, I'm walking around um, and doing things. So I don't know if there's any significant meaning in that. Um. What did she say her point of view was? Like, was she? She didn't say her. She didn't say her point of view. I was 
under the assumption that every single person dreamt. <laughs> I don't know why I was oh, under this assumption. Yeah, this, this tangent was. <laughs> this tangent was me based. I'm sorry. Um, no, I was under kind of this assumption that all of us dreamt in like the omniscient view where we were all watching ourselves do things from like a skylight. But apparently that is not accurate. I don't, I don't think that that's exclusive and the only way to dream if it's, you know, and there's also, also like, like astral projection comes into that and like, you know. I well, when I but that's how I tell the difference between astral projecting and my dreams. Because when I'm astral projecting, it is in that first person. I'm actively doing something. Whereas if I'm dreaming, it's third person, like not not even third person. It's like that omniscient viewpoint. Okay, this isn't about me and my weird dreaming. So anyway, back to Kiana. Um, all of that being said, I don't I don't think it takes away from the point I'm making, which is that dreams are very often about us diving and exploring into ourselves further yeah our yeah, like the subconscious i would say i mean I'm, maybe that's obvious but i'm thinking in terms of astrology a little bit like where the subconscious lies and how we interpret it and those sorts of things so for those of you who are into, into it like the the 12th house i don't know enough about astrology to rue is having speaking of dreaming rue is currently dreaming hey wake up rue rue Sweet doggo. She's, she's having her own little rude dream. In first person or omniscient viewpoint, we'll never know. She looked like she was she actively chasing. She's actively chasing Evie. So I would yeah, say... Explain the, explain the cards a little bit. Yeah, so the Page of Cups, I mean, obviously Cups is the suit of dreaming and the unconscious, subconscious desire, stuff like that, the intuition and behind the veil. In the page, it's kind of that youthful energy, this bringer of like dreams. Like it's like a little fish in a cup. It's not real. Like you, it's, but it is real. It's the combination of things that you dream becoming reality and being youthful and playful and all of that. I think in the page of cups, we have this really beautiful kind of ability to take the ace of cup and look inside it and see that something's been thriving and living in there all along. That inside us, even if we have been dormant or even if, our spirituality has been dormant or blocked by like, let's say maybe a more like very like strict Christian mindset, like that little whimsy, those dreams that life has been there the entire time, kind of swimming around in our brain pool. Yeah. What about the, what about the reverse four of swords? That's kind of the one I'm interested in. Okay. Well, this is literally a person who's sleeping in the reverse here. I think it's telling me to take it very literally. Like I think that Kiana very potentially has a gift of intuition that comes out in dreams. The suit of swords is about brain chemistry and other things, but this is also a person who's literally sleeping. So they're like the access to Kiana's intuition, her third eye and whatever else probably comes to her in the form of literally dreaming. Mm -hmm. And then being able to turn those dreams into communication, which is the heart of the suit of swords, communication and thinking and brain chemistry. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then you've got the four of pentacles here and the four of pentacles in this upright is kind of this keeping things close to her. So in the meaning of this dream, it's almost like a gift, keeping a gift close to you or or finding out how to kind of like utilize that. You hold these things close to you and on your like this person is almost holding pentacles aligned with their chakras. We've talked about that when we talked about the four of pentacles. I believe it was probably Laura's episode early on in the podcast. Mm -hmm. But I think one of us brought up the point that 
they are seemingly holding these pentacles near their chakra points. You've got one at the top of their head, one to represent their body chakras, and then two at their feet, which is kind of rooting. So if you're talking about a four in regards to like kind of how you the the universe of the self and experiencing the self, like I would say that the message of this dream is literally like your dreams speak to you. And if this dream was about specifically a chakra, which obviously it was, this makes sense to me to have this. I don't I'm not sure that Kiana needs us to translate her dream other than to like maybe more along the lines validate like, yes, like it seems to be that your intuition comes to you through dreaming. So paying attention to the dreams you have and the colors of that dream, how you feel in that dream. Like I very, one of the first questions I always ask you when you're telling me about a dream is, well, how did you feel in that dream? Mm-hmm. Because I think that tells you a lot. So I think that how Kiana felt in that dream and the fact that she was able to kind of like understand later on that it was about chakras, if not knowing anything about it at the beginning and then later on learning, like, I think that's a very good significator of like holding on to this gift that you have and nurturing this gift as well as kind of acknowledging literally like your dream was about your third eye chakra. So, mm-hmm. yes. And I think like on the idea of nurturing, <clears throat> on the idea of nurturing and um, and chakras, like it's, I don't know a ton about chakras, but I do know that like. <laughs> I know. Avatar the Lost Airbender. Chakras, chakras. <laughs> right. I'm drawing basically everything I know from Avatar Last Airbender, <laughs> that one 30-minute episode. Um, I uh, love I, him. What I do know is that there's, um, that the ultimate goal is to balance all of your chakras because they help each other out. And maybe, maybe there's some root chakra type energy coming from your, your grandmother um, maternally that can help you expand or explore more your third eye chakra and one can kind of feed into the other perhaps i also think that though like with the four of pentacles being the singular person holding on to this stuff like it may be that if the grandmother was more of like a religious type or like the religious aspect started there this may be a gift that kiana has alone and has to learn how to utilize and balance chakras. Like, this may not be something that she can go to her parents or family members about and be like, so I have these fortune-telling dreams. Huzzah! Like, they're not, they may not understand that. So this may be something that, like, the meanings, the definition, the validation needs to be able to come from her that these things are real. Like, in the Page of Cups, like, it's not just a whimsy or a fancy. There's something real coming out of this cup. Um, If I had to interpret the dream, I'd say that, you know, based on what she said and the research that she did already, um, I think she's basically there. I think like validated, self-validated. I, I think so. And, you know, I the only like the only wisdom I, I would say is that, you know, if, if you're if you're looking at your chakras and you want to expand your third eye, you also have to be grounded for those things to happen. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, That's, you know, something that we all deal with. And I know that like You've explored that for sure because your third eye is super active and I'm basically just one third eye cyclops type human. Basically. And it's <laughs> I mean I mean not to get into it too much, but like keeping your feet on the ground has always been like you know, like a like a challenge. And I'm kind of the opposite. Like it's my third eye is works best whenever It's squinty. <laughs> I don't I don't see much out of it, but you know, the the groundedness is a place, you know, just just that imbalance. And, you know, why we work together so well is because 
I I am grounded and you are Are you going to be romantic? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say and something nice. I was going to say something nice. Okay, go. But you stopped me before I said it. No, 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 keep going, it. keep going. <laughs> that I am grounded and you are not, and you are very elevated and I am not. And when we, when we communicate well, we can, you know, understand each other very well and can, you know, expand on it a little bit. Ruru, did you wake up from your dream? Well, I love that. Thank you. You got all gushy on me. And Ruby woke up, and I think this is the perfect time and place to end. Kiana, thank you so much for sending in your dream. Anytime you have a dream, send it in. That goes for all of you. If you want us to talk about your nightmares and squabble over the podcast, um, let us send them in. You can send in your nightmares either to my DMs at Awakened Tarot on Instagram, or you can email us at AwakenedTarotNashville at gmail.com. And we will just, you know, um, until we get like a, or if we get like a massive, massive like stockpiling of nightmares, like we'll make it its own episode. But until we have that, we'll just do this as they come in. Yeah, I think, um, I think we should all like explore our dreams. And I think, like, please share them with us. I, I know I'm always really excited to talk about my dreams with somebody. Um, I listen to your dreams. No, you do. That's what I'm saying. I always talk to Jacqueline about it, and it's really fun because because she's really good at interpreting them. And I'm pretty good at interpreting hers. And so we'd love to bring that to the podcast if you guys want to, like, throw down and send us some send us some things send us your inner nightmare turmoils thank you um okay well again thank you kiana for sending this in and we appreciate you and we appreciate all of you and i need to get out of this room so i stop sneezing and coughing are you gonna say goodbye all right (laughs) gabe you have to say goodbye to the people goodbye everybody (laughs) 